Hey everyone, you're listening to Human to Human, the show that connects truths and bridges the gaps between our human experiences, one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Stacey Ike, and I'm so glad you're here. This episode's special guest is the one and only Major, a multi-talented artist. In our Human to Human conversation, Major and I talk through the layers of love. We're talking self-love, romantic love, platonic love, and loving our fellow human beings. We talk about the intermixings, ways they blend together, and the necessary steps to stay connected to love through the tough stages in life. Before each episode, I give a few recommendations inspired by the conversation you're about to hear. I share a song to add to your playlist and a book to check out. I also share a reflection question based on something that was sparked in the episode. So... Here goes. This week's song to put on repeat is Honest by the guest of honor himself, Major. This week's read is The Shack by William P. Young. And the reflection question is, what are my limiting beliefs? This episode's special guest really, really got to me. And I really, I mean, y'all are going to love Major. It's, it's, it's just, it's layers of love. People were talking love. So don't forget to leave your response at stacyag.com. Now let's get into the conversation with Major. Okay, I we haven't had a full sit down conversation in four years, by the way, and so Whoa. I just go back to that conversation because it was it really meant a lot. We had just met, and it was for uh, a series wow. I was doing called The Concert Experience, and you were your your single at the time was Why I Love You, and we were talking through it, and it That's was true. beautiful. It was just, it was one of the best intros I've had with meeting somebody because our our relationship since then has just, it's been, so, it's so rooted in that conversation. Like the love that yeah. we expressed and felt and just was like, wait, why you lit? Why you lit? You from Houston, you from Houston. Like it was all of that. That's right, they stand. You know what I'm saying? We were doing the Frenchies mixed with, like we went there and then <laughs> on I top of that, Frenchies. yes, yes. And on top of that, we just, we just, you know, every time I, I'm around you, talk to you, get to engage, get to celebrate you. It's always such a pleasure. So I'm so happy you're a guest on the show. Thank you for being here. I'm honored. I'm honored to be a guest. Uh, there's a lot that I saw, a lot that you've accomplished, and a lot more that you've yet to rise up in. Um, I'm glad that you have not quit um, because you're necessary and absolutely needed. Every bit of your fairy tale is meant to be realized. So don't lose it. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. It all makes sense and it's all counted wow. for the time that is set for you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Um four years ago. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That makes me that's true. Mom's 60th birthday coming up. Cause I remember you were so yeah. yeah. Wow, because that's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, she turned sixty next year. Okay. Uh, next okay. year. Okay. I remember that you were that's like, crazy. Was like fifty fifth or something like that, or fifty sixth, and I was like, oh, that's so amazing. I remember, like, just I love that. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. For I and mean, I, I have to give the same sentiment to you because the conversation we had at that point and where careers are going and just where you are as an artist, to see the way you have developed, how your impact has grown immensely, how you as a person, it's like, I don't even know how much you've changed because like on some level, I'm like, you haven't changed at all. You literally feel like the same person. Right. I know you have changed. And so it's just, it's wonderful to, to see that and to feel like, yeah, he's mm -hmm. changed, but like low key, that was who he was when I met him back then. 
So I just appreciate that same thing for you. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's so cool. That's such a beautiful part of your journey too. And one thing I wanted to talk yeah, about. Yeah, it's, it's a. No, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was, I was going to say, um, talking to you about the layers of love was important to me because to me, your entire journey, who you are is love. But within that, there's so many layers to that, you know, how it shows up with ourselves, how it shows up with relationships, how it shows up with family, with fans, with the music, with career. So I definitely want to get into that. But I also wanted to hear what you were going to say. No, I mean, you, you're setting it up. So it's, it's actually, I got to just trust how it's <laughs> organically evolving. So let's go. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got married recently. Congratulations. Did. Did. The love of my life, she's, um, I've known her since high school, um, and we uh, met, uh, she didn't, we didn't go to the same high school, but she was a cousin of my best friend from high school. We went on a date um, it, when I graduated, right before I left to go to college, and uh, she kind of, you know, was like, yeah, he's too old-fashioned. I brought flowers and everything. I was 18, <laughs> taking her to Olive Garden. Who does that? But... <laughs> You know, I said she'll be back, and sure enough, she's wow. back. We hadn't talked in over 15 years, and so to reconnect almost three years ago, it was like wow. destiny, serendipity. Yeah. What? I forgot. Yeah. Man, the trust you would have to feel, or I don't know if you recognize the trust after or during that 15 years, but did you think about, oh, this might be the person within that 15 years, or it was kind of like, nope. Right. Nope. 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 I was just like, oh, she, oh, she, she played me. It's, it's all whatever. good. Mm -hmm. You know, it's whatever. But when I saw her again, I had that thing where I'm like, that's Michelle. <gasps> like I got it again, but I was in a different place where I, I didn't feel desperate. I just felt like I show up, she shows up, and if it makes sense, we glow up. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's a songwriter, guys. Let's just put that. <laughs> I know, right? Bars. <laughs> he is a songwriter. Um, Bars. Wow, that's amazing. How do you feel like the love between you and Michelle and your wife and how it's expanded has changed how you see love? Um, I have grown deeper in my understanding of love because marriage is absolutely work. You know, it's not, it's not um, all the super fluffy stuff consistently. You'll have those blissful moments, but uh, it's, it's work because you're learning to lay your stuff and yourself aside, you know, at times to make room for another. You have to share perspective. You have to share physical space. You have to share mental space. Um, you have to share, you know, uh, moments of interest you have to share tv time you have to share it's a sharing and um that's not the easiest especially when you get married you know at 35 like like and we're both around the same age so it's just like that's that's it's not the easiest because we built a life that has been you know somewhat successful she's a phd in her final semester for a phd um, and I, you know, doing what I'm doing. And so we have a level of it working well right. individually. 
And so to bring those, it's working well individually and I've already found my rhythm together, not simple. And I'm, you know, I'm, I know I'm not the easiest, but you know, she's not either. So we just are journeying together to undo and become what destiny called for. Yeah. I love the depth and the truth of that answer because truly, you know, the Instagram quotes or the relationship goals look or whatever it is. Yes, we have a thought of what we think unity looks like and union looks like. And it's really beautiful to know and just be reminded that it's work. And it doesn't mean it's not beautiful and blissful, but it is still work. And so how do you guys, and this definitely isn't supposed to be like about your marriage, but I, I just, I love because it's still about you as a person putting in the work and, and showing up as yourself. And so how do you guys have those tougher conversations with security still, you know, at the end goal, because it can be a very insecure to, or at least it's easy to get insecure in those harder moments, right? When it's like, okay, you're not easy. I'm not easy. Like, you know, we have to find the middle ground. I want the middle ground to be more of my ground. Like there's a lot of, cause that's every relationship. That's every relationship. every relationship. And 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 exactly what you said, because it speaks to self-love, it speaks to love with uh, our creator and love with one another. You have to make room and make space, make time. You have to make time and you have to make make room. And I think uh, oftentimes with ourselves, we try to rush ourselves to arrive at something way sooner than ourselves are process, able to process to truly get there and for it to be worth it once we get there. Because I don't want to arrive anywhere where I haven't learned anything. I haven't gained anything. I haven't built or developed anything. Don't just have me sit there because then I won't know what to do when I get there. And so um, I think I think we have learned and we are learning. We are learning because it's still new mm. to acknowledge because you can't heal what you don't reveal. So what we do is we present, we confront the issue for what it is. And then we say, okay, listen, we both love God a whole lot. Like we love God a lot. Mm-hmm. We got to do better because this is a reflection of our honor for the God we believe mm. to be the greatest of all time. Yeah. And if he loves us, if God loves us through all of our crap, I gotta be to do some, you know, come on, you know? So it's it's a lot of that. And, it's, and when I speak to the self-love and all those other things, those are the same parallels because those same principles need to happen with myself. Yo, you may wanna be over here and healed and delivered or, or free from this, but you can't be until you address the very thing that's holding you captive. And so that's, you know, that's the thing. That's the key, I believe. I love that. What has been your addressing practice thus far? Because I know for me in this past six months, it's, it's been dramatically different. You know, we started the conversation with how are you? And we can get into that a little bit, but I love that you pointed, we all want to be somewhere. And I think even in the six months, we watched ourselves be like, Okay, I know it's my first pandemic, but I, I can get 
no, no, it's your first, like none of us have been here. You know, like we- Ever. So let's not do, let's not apply that same mentality we've been doing outside that we realized was, was trifling and try to bring it into this space. This is very new. And so I love that you address, you talk about the addressing. What does that practice look like for you? Whether it's changed over the six months, has it been different? Has it been, you know, more, has it been harder? What has that been? It's, I'm, I'm it's, like clutching my pearls because I'm like, I, I just, I can feel, the, I can feel Listen, you. listen, oh, man. you start to realize that in this pandemic, what it has done as a pressure cooker, I believe it is literally a pressure cooker. We've had to grow, we've had to survive, we've had to adapt, we've had to adjust, we've had to release, we've had to hold on, all under pressure. We've had to figure it out under pressure. Yeah. But then you realize at the end of the day, a lot of the stuff we've been holding on to doesn't really matter. Even the wealthiest of folks look silly. Mm -hmm. The ones that are still flossing, they look silly. It doesn't hit the same. Mm. Nobody's saying, oh, I want that. Cause they're like, what can I do with that? <laughs> What? I can't go outside. I can't. What, what am I going to do with that? You know? And, and so you start getting down to the treasures that are, that are true and necessary. You get down to valuing peace as a true, as a true treasure. Yeah. My peace of mind is really a treasure so i'm gonna lock in on that because you start to find that even the wealthiest people are running all around trying to clamor for peace that can never be bought mm. and so you uh so what it is it's a reckoning it's definitely a reckoning um that i made all this fuss over things that really didn't matter so I've spent some very valuable energy in a direction that won't serve me at the end of the day. Yeah. What's going to stick? And I want to, this is just, you know, I love how our conversations organically move, but, and you know, I can't help it as a hope dealer. You know, I want to even affirm you because what you've put your time, your heart and your attention to they they are pretty much invaluable because they have no they have no what i'm what i'm seeing is you have not wasted your time at all you have not wasted your investments at all and i love when i can connect with the person and help them realize just how good they've lived. You have made every moment mean something. I remember watching um, a video when you went to New York for Fashion Week or something, and it was yeah. it was going great, yeah. and it was so dope. And I'm like, go on, Stacey, get it all, get it all. And then you ran into an opposition. And even in that, you still recorded it and gave it to the people and help people see 
you're not alone because I've been there. I've been there when I was uh, uh, approved for some of the dopest red carpet. Right. And I know we did our due diligence because that's, right. that's our style. It's right. how we were brought up. Be excellent in all things. Small, large, whatever, just be excellent mm -hmm. because fruit still got to come from this thing. And so, uh, and I remember showing up to things that I was qualified for, that I've already been approved for, and not getting the access that I'm like, or being, or being dealt with in a way that it's like, yo, this ain't right. But you showed up in the fullness of your truth, and God rewards vulnerability. Every ounce of vulnerability is always rewarded. And so I salute you because even in that, you are able to have content that can live on and still inspire people. Oftentimes people try to script those moments to give people this inspiration, but you lived it and lived it all the way fully and it still exists as something that a person can draw hope from and say, now this is the class that I must maintain in all things. And so, you know, for me, I'm just collecting it all. I'm not afraid now to just collect all of the ugly, the good, the sideways, the seriously, you know, I'm dealing with label stuff right now where I'm trying to figure out like seriously, you know, I don't know where my next home is going to be. And most people are like, oh, Major just got it together. And I'm like, no, I just move in excellence. So you'll probably never really know how, you know, much I'm scraping the concrete. But at the end of the day, I'm going to get back up, right? you know, and I'm going to use what I have. And it's going to be beautiful because I know that every time I step out on faith, God meets me with a platform that says your step, your leap was worth taking, you know? So yeah, that's what I'm doing with all this stuff. I have yeah. to thank you so much for that because in the conversation now, I feel like I, it's going to have to shift because you just brought so much realness to the journey of being in this industry and you know, working towards whatever and the striving culture. And it is a culture that I have truly tried to die to, especially in the six months. And it's very difficult because you know how we work, you know how I work and I know how you work. So it's a lot of, uh-uh, we're gonna make it work. Nope, we're gonna make it work. Not, we'll make it work, we can do that. And a lot of this six months was teaching myself to say no to things that even if I can make it work, I shouldn't. It's not necessary, it's not essential right now. Um, instead of choosing A, which felt and looked more glittery, I chose B, which could be, tonight's gonna be about cooking a meal and keeping my neck. <laughs> that was, cr I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I thought I was becoming, and this is for lack of better word, sinful. Mm. To find out I'm becoming calmer and more healed and more at peace. And that was a very difficult trade-off because I'm like, but I like, the loud and the glitter and the glam. And I thought that that was what we were gonna, I thought that was gonna work, guys. And it's like, actually, this right here might eventually bring you there, might not. Point is, the peace, the calm, 
the way of thinking, what's important, the essentials. And it's been a bit of a shock, Major. I can't lie. Like it's been, because you're like, what was I doing? Like, I, you know, I've asked yeah. myself, so was all that important? Is this call necessary? Do we need to be on it for 45 minutes? What are we really talking about? What are we really? Yeah. And so I just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, and I would love yeah, to know yeah. you're, you're asking yourself those same questions because I know we are those type of, we are energy. We are doing it. We are moving. Every time you and I cross paths, it's a, oh, love you, love you, love you. I mean, it was energy, which is, was so needed. And then we move towards now energy. Even this energy is like, it's still beautiful. It doesn't look like that though, but it's still energy. So it's been a, it's been a questioning, you know, a really, a beautiful reckoning, a hard reckoning and an interesting one that's still happening. And so I just thank you so much for saying that because I've definitely battled with time wasting and trying to figure out what was a waste of time, what is important, what isn't important. And so just to, Thank you, because the keeping the truth in the story is very important to me. We have to keep Don't it. forget the seed, mm. the many, many, many seeds mm -hmm. that you have in the ground. You have lots of seed in the ground, mm. lots of it. And some harvest comes after rain, some harvest comes after pain, some harvest comes after sunshine, comes at different times, but you will always have harvest because you've planted many, many seeds. Don't forget that. Wow. While you're clamoring to figure out where the next resource is going to come from, mm. remember that the resource is coming. Just prepare for the work. Prepare for the the duty, the next duty, because the resource for it is an automatic because you have seed in the ground. You have plenty seed. You have seen people when no one else wanted to see them. You even saw the people that everybody else wanted to see. God has been able to trust you in the highs and the lows and the dark and the brightest. He's been able to trust you in all of that. You have resource. This is stuff I have to remind myself. Right now, you know, it's like one moment I'm like, well, I, have, I need to, I need to get the, you know, them to do this. I need them to agree with me on this so that it can happen. And then he's like, if you think your destiny is limited to that individual or that entity getting it, you have missed the greatness of who I am, God, and what I intended. For you life. It has never been subject to the way in which someone inconsistently moves. You are the one that has to choose to show up so that you can then, as we said before, glow up. Right. And that's that's the thing. That's what this love thing is. Choosing to show up. Right in all of it because as you spoke to you being vulnerable you being at peace and having more calm yeah all i saw was power those are the elements that make for power yeah and so i really really want 
us to not miss ourselves in this season. Because even as I am married, I do believe God wants me to see me. And so what he's doing is he's showing me me in a way that I have to see me. And that's the one that I want to develop because that's where the superpower, that's where that power source comes from. The most authentic, scarred, wounded, traumatized, sometimes triggered, super sensitive, but super strong at the same time, all of that. And it's okay. Yeah. Just make sure you do it well. Y'all, show up. Wow. I'm I'm like, this was my personal session. (laughs) But that's what God does. Mm. He makes certain that you get what you need when you make certain that you show up for others. Yeah. That's what love is. That's what love is. Because you made this moment to connect, to give, to highlight, to spotlight. And God says, Oh, you're you ain't eliminated from this equation. There's two variables in this thing to equal the goodness. That's so good, Major. Wow. That's so good. I yeah. love you talk about showing up. Thank you. And I love that mm-hmm. you talk about showing up in love. And that it's crazy because there are so many layers to it, as I as I said in the beginning. So for you, what has showing up for yourself look like? Has it been different? What is an example of I'm showing up in love for myself right now. Um, I'm, I'm really on, you know, I have a, uh, my patio. I done kind of decked it out a little bit. The balcony put some turf on it to kind of feel like a garden and yeah. stuff. And, you know, I go out there and I just, I, I take walks just to breathe in the air, whatever is as clear as possible here in LA with fires and such. But, um, but I mean, it's sometimes just saying, you know what, I feel like, I feel like some ice cream, you know, and just taking a moment to get that and, you know, not being so concerned about, oh, I, I can't have ice cream because I, I got to look a certain way. It's like, no, nah, I need some ice cream. Yeah. And I'm going to get it and I'm going to get it and it's going to be good and I'm going to enjoy it. And, and then you start realizing that it's almost as if time um, adjusts to accommodate what you needed to do. It, it's amazing. It's amazing how it works that way. You start to realize all that hustle and bustle was unnecessary because, you know, how many times have we done it where, because we, that's something I know that you possess too, that real oh, excellent gosh. thing. And it's like, no, 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 we got to get it done because they, I know how they work and they do this. And then you get it done and then you realize they aren't even ready. Yeah. Major that, <laughs> yeah. And it speaks to so much of, again, this, this moment of what we now think is important because as you mentioned, 
there, there is some silliness going on. Sometimes you look silly doing the, the stuff we was doing. Hey, January, we're not doing that no more, man. But listen, do you? It's like, whatever, do you? So in the moments of, some moments I recognize that's silly and I keep it moving. In some moments, I'm not gonna lie, I sit with it and I, I get comparison mode. And I'm like, oh, dang, I knew you should have got, I knew you should have, you should have went harder, you should. And it's like, this is, so I've had my moments of, I've left social for weeks at a time or days at a time. I've, I've stayed in a cocoon for times. When I came to LA, I didn't tell anyone for a couple of days. Like I'm finding those, I'm being, re I'm recognizing we now, we in adulthood. So you gotta be real with yourself. It's like, hey Stacey, you know that doing the most right now isn't gonna work for you. You need to be inside as much as possible, inside, physically, mentally, spiritually, you need to be in here. So for you, when the comparison pops up, what's the practice for you? Oh, I have to say, I literally say straight up, like I talk to myself, Major, you got to chill. Mm. You got to stop. You got to, you got to, you got to chill because you know this didn't serve you the last time you did it. Comparison never serves us. It never delivers. <laughs> you always wait. Even if we're, time, you always have the wrong meal. What's right, up? Why yeah, do I right, 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 right. Comparison never delivers well for you. It always delivers <laughs> an, either an embarrassment or realization that you have been focusing on the wrong lane the whole time because that lane that you try to compare yourself to is going somewhere you don't even want to go. And so you end up seeing that they done landed in a space that that's so not even your vibe. And it's like, yo, I was comparing myself to that. Now I feel stupid because I done wasted time. I done wasted time. When I look at the sky, I'm like, yo, I can follow that plane, but there's a reason why this sky is so big because there's enough room for all of us up there to even do what we need to do and go the way. Hi, everyone. Jazzy Bell here from Woman in Hip Hop Podcast. And if you're a fan of music, then be sure to check out and subscribe to Woman in Hip Hop Podcast, a show that focuses on the many talents and influences from women within the culture and is brought to you exclusively by Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip hop, powered by creators. Way we need to go. And so uh, I have to check myself like that. Um, it's crazy because I'll literally in the same day start comparing and then the next moment I realize Nick Ninja, you need to you need to bring it on back. But I gotta have the real conversation with myself. I gotta be patient with myself and say, yo, it's real to see something that looks close to what you think you deserve. Yeah. It's real. It's real to look at that thing so while I'm looking, let me identify what I admire. Yeah. And let me identify what I could possibly do. Right. And, and if that was your opportunity, how would you do it better? And, and so it, it doesn't mean that you can't look and start, you know, evaluating. Right. Just realize at the end of the day, that is their space. Mm -hmm. because it's their space right that's period yeah that's so fair in terms of now we have adjusted it to you know hating to celebrating and yeah that is actually something that you said four years ago like i remember you talking about how the fake 
the fake I care about you and I'm proud of you doesn't work. Stop doing that. I remember yeah. reading yeah. that tweet. I remember yeah. having that conversation with you and you were like, hey, while we're too busy telling other people like you shouldn't and you should, what's up with you? Mm-hmm. And that goes all yeah. the way back to what is our, our version of self-love where it do, it's deeper than just a caption or just the conversation. It's really actualized. And that right there is a moment of self-love. And so I just, yeah. you know, because even in the process of that, the ego is dying, which yes. has been yes. fun. <laughs> and as the ego dies, glory rises, yeah. goodness rises, purpose says, thank you. I got room now to stretch out yeah. and show out. When the ego dies, purpose thanks you. Mm. Says, I now have room to stretch out and show out. Yeah. As mm-hmm. ego dies, Stacy. And I'm not saying that you are just walking around fully arrogant, but the thing is, we know when it's ego. Mm-hmm. It just comes. Mm-hmm. But that's what happens when you're studied and learned and you put in work. Mm-hmm. Of course, I should have this. Right. Of course, this should be my portion. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you say, okay, so this has yet to be my portion. God, show me where my fruit and harvest is because yeah. I know I put seed in the ground. So maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing only to find that your table is being prepared just off to the left over here. So, so when we humble ourselves, we can be, we can be, it's like, it's malleable where we can be, we can be moved around and, and, and better postured. And then you start realizing whoa, all of this is for me. I can share by taking it over to somebody, but literally all of this is my territory and it belongs to me. And, um, and so I, uh, I, I know we're kind of, we're kind of rambling with it. It still has, it still has value to it, but I just want to get us back to when you speak to love, Love is showing up in full, releasing everything so that you can receive everything. That's so good. And and truly it all it all does connect because every story you told, every story I shared, all of those, not only are they coming from love, but they are hopefully giving love to our guests who are watching, who are really feeling oh, yeah. conversations like this, that they, they don't they don't happen for no reason. So to your point, yeah, like I, I knew what I wanted to talk about, but it doesn't mean that I mean now we're in it and I'm like, and this is what we're talking about, people, and it's amazing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. About how you know, we've all experienced some type of rejection during this time and what that process of rejection is within love, you know, because we're talking about self-love and sometimes how we reject ourselves. We're talking about, uh, you know, love within a relationship and the rejection that can happen there. Relationship and love with our careers, with our passions or purpose and the rejection that has come out of that. That is the one I'm going to focus on in this moment and this question, but 
what is experiencing rejection like within love and what is that process for you? Knowing that love never es escapes you. Mm. It's just whether you're going to choose to dwell in it or not. Um, rejection is a part of finding what is meant. And it's not easy yeah. because when you know how great you are, you can't see yourself not fitting in any space. Mm. But have you ever thought who brings filet mignon in the middle of a McDonald's and says, all right, let's eat. Some things don't belong in some places. Yeah. And so you have to be okay with them not belonging. Sometimes you don't belong in that space, no matter how much you can see yourself being able to help it and fix it. You don't belong. I don't belong in, in some of the places I'm fighting for. But when I do get to a place, when we do arrive, that we belong. So it's, I have, because I know rejection. I know rejection. And I remember the five, the conversation that I had, it was with five folks. My uh, uncle D.L. Hughley was talking about how many, he was one of the five. It was him, my mom, Molly Music, Harmony Samuels, and Erica Campbell. But it was D.L. Hughley's conversation when he said, I know it hasn't been easy. And I know you've been rejected, but I need you to understand something. I've lost way more times than I've won. And the reason people know me for my wins and not my losses is because when I do win, I show up and I give it everything. We have to realize that no is not a knock on your ability. It's not a knock on your quality. It's not a knock on what you carry. It's a, this ain't your thing. Yeah. This isn't your thing. And we just have to be like, okay, well, it's not mine. Mm -hmm. It's not mine. Somebody just recently said, no means on to the next. I said, I'm going to make no my acronym. Next one. Next one. Next one. So All right. Good. All right. So next one. So good. Next one. Think about it. Mm -hmm. Do you ever go grocery shopping and you go, let's say we go to the, to the fruit section. You don't just grab just any grapes. You look for the one that you want. Mm -hmm. They're all grapes, but you look for the one that looks <laughs> the most right for you. And sometimes we may even pick the one that looks the best and they don't even taste like they did the last time. 
but I just want, I just want you to know that there's a next one. Mm. There's a next one. No, next one. There's a next one. Yeah. Next one. Mm -hmm. And when it is the one, woo, we know what that feels like when it's the one. Right, right. Next one. Next one. That's where your no is. That's how we see the no. That's so good. Next one. And if you don't want to take the acronym for next one, no being next one, you can flip no and say it's on. Five. Showing up. Hey. It's yes. on. But it's I love I love word. Yes. You know what I mean? Just it's just flip it. It's perspective. How are you gonna look at it? Mm. What's the last thing you forgave yourself for for the first time? The last thing I forgave myself for. Whoa, that's that's interesting. I never thought of that. The last thing I forgave myself for. What do I need to forgive myself for? Mm. I guess it would be me not trusting, I, I started to try to figure out how I can get busy to remedy the potential loss that the pandemic was bringing. So I'm like trying to figure out all the different things that I can do. Yeah. Forgiving myself for not living the hope that I give because I'm forever telling everybody else how they can get out of their stuff. And these are tools that I know to be true, but I get so caught up in my stuff that I forget to apply the same principles that I just watched deliver somebody else. I just watched it help somebody else. So forgiving myself for not living the hope that I've, that I've been giving. And that comes with the trusting, not trusting God will make a way out of all of this stuff. And I do, I do a lot of times show up courageously to issues and situations where I will say, God gonna have to get me through this one. Mm -hmm. I ain't got nothing else. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times I think once I start winning, you start believing your own hype. Yeah. And so you start thinking that you got it. And so 
had to forgive myself for that. That's so cool. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. Really, um, and I ask that because a lot of the the process and love that I have experienced starts with the self forgiveness, the self compassion, and I just didn't realize how much that had to be a constant practice in order for love to be a constant practice. We, we're never going to always get it right. There is no right and wrong. There is no only one way. And the truth in that is a lot of recognizing this went a different way than I expected, immediately forgiving ourselves from the thing that we, you know, all the stuff and moving to self-compassion. And I'm personally trying to make that as fast as possible. But even in that, doing it without it being a perfectionist practice, just the practice. Yeah, because I, I I deal with that too, and I think I also have to forgive myself from for not being okay with missing it. Um, yeah. Forgive myself from um, for forgive myself for. thinking I needed to present so perfect. I know excellent. I, I always try to move in excellence, mm -hmm. but it starts, it starts trying to get to perfect and then. And perfect is, is sold to us. Perfect is not even real. It's it's a it's a it's something that is sold, as in, hey, we made this up, packaged it, and now we're handing it to you guys like it's real life, and it's not. Progress is real. Trying is real, but they don't package that up. They package perfection because it looks good and it fit really great in a bottle, and everybody wants it. Why not? Let's sell that. That was the slap in the face that I got in April. I was like, I've been buying. This isn't even, it's impossible. We're taking away from the humanity every time we buy that, every time. And then we start selling it to our friends and telling other people and expect it's, an, it really, it's a wild ride, truly. It's the one I was like, what? You know, even in our, our humbleness, our humanity, our, our excellence, that's something I think we're all experiencing. And so the more, you know, I have guests that share and are real in the process of like, yeah, it happened to me too. I bought it too, or whatever, because I, I bought it. I mean, I, I, right there in the house, like, you know, and uh, that's why human to human was so important because I was like, we have to marry our experiences a lot deeper than we've been doing, y'all. The truth mm. is all in this together, but we've, we've just intellectually said it. We've never really experienced it. We're not really believing that we're in this together. Like when Major said, what he's forgiving himself for. I heard that. I'm like, okay. Like yeah. in it together, not just listening to each other, talk about each other's experiences and then try and go be perfect still. Yeah. You know? And so thank you for sharing that because it's really, I think it's very pivotal in this time. And I wonder for you, what is a belief system that you had maybe walking into this year or just recently in general that you've had to rewrite about yourself? Uh, 
throughout my life, I've, I've wrestled with worthy, mm. um, most people don't see it because of how I show up. Always confident, but I'm always courageous. My courage makes me show up. Yeah. But worthy, worthy to find forever love, being married now. And I'm worthy to be someone's husband. I'm worthy to be out there making music and singing and sharing. I'm worthy and I'm worthy, I'm worthy. Um, Yeah, just showing up in the space that I'm given. Yeah. Yeah, it's telling you this time has, has people really introspective, you know? Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't, yeah, just. And I and 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 that that sela, that pause, that be still, and know. Be still and know. A lot of times, people think that being still and silence is a statement of. You don't have a clue, but I'm a be still because I know what the father told me. Yeah. That's very good. Ooh. Wow, I'm feeling that one. Um, also, I have recently been opening up to my guests feeling free to ask me a question as well because it is called human to human so i never want it to be where i'm you know just asking you these personal questions and then you know you guys aren't um and i i've been able to give myself to so many of these conversations but i just wanted to open up the floor in case there was anything in your mind that you were like so what are you thinking about this um i think we kind of naturally had a back and forth exchange but i will say What do you need to exhaust? Mm. What do you need to exhale? That's a beautiful question. Um, I think I currently need to exhaust certainty. That's something that I still struggle with needing knowing I'm not going to get it. And that, that, that's the thing about the knowing and then the doing. Because like, I'm very aware that you're not going to know everything. And so I'm working towards, and I'm constantly working on not allowing the fear of the future to mess up the present or the 
whatever happened in the past to dictate the future, right? Like the present is it. Um, but even on the, the, on the, on my drive this morning, I literally did, I do a voice note as much as I can if I'm having thoughts and, and I can't journal in the moment, I'm like voice note it. Um, so I, I got a little rough on the voice note today. I said, God, just tell me, man. Like I literally was like, just tell me, like stop playing. Like this is, cause it's crazy. Yesterday I spent three hours at the beach and I was like, okay, God, I'm good. You ain't gotta tell me nothing. Right. And then the next day I'm like, Hey, actually I need to know. <laughs> like, and it was such a, I was like, what? Like you spent three hours releasing yesterday. So what do you need? And it was, it was just one of those human moments of like, wow, we're, we're so, we're all of these things. Not about being crazy. We're all over the place. No, we're all of it. And it was really cool, but it, it was hard. I had a moment of like, I needed, I needed certainty again. And I was like, what? <laughs> like what? And it was just about, cause I've, you know, I've been struggling with, okay, so that's great that you found this level of peace and this level of calm and, and just, I mean, truly the things I think are important have shed it in a completely different way. And that is amazing. But that now my question is, so if it's not this, what is it? That's the question I'm asking God now. I'm like, it makes sense that it's not this. You've given me so much of the thing I thought I needed. And then you're like, hey, that might not be it. And I'm like, that's great. Well, what is it though? Because I still love purpose. I still love passion. I, I'm not really the type that's just going to sit around. So what is it? That's the current thing I, yeah. Certainty. Yeah. You're certainly not alone in that. Mm -hmm. I think that's what most people deal with yeah. um, the key to getting past that for me often is collecting the the data on track record mm. in your life does it ultimately work out generally yes there's your certainty mm -hmm. mm. Mm. good yeah has god always made a way right 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 there's your certainty because faith being your anchor, that's what you, you are locking to. Because God will always grace the steps of the journey of the faithful. He will always, always, there's your certainty. Mm -hmm. You will never take a trip with God that you don't return. Glad you did. And so we have to set ourselves in that space because our certainty really isn't on, I want it to be what I know God is going to give, which is going to be better than anything I can put together. It's really, I need it to, I need to know it's going to look like this. 
And you have to realize that in order for this to be a good thing and a fun thing, it's gotta be better than that. So free yourself from it having to look like this and lock in on the fact that it's going to be better than this. And that becomes your replacement for the certainty. That becomes your answer to the certainty. I have to continue showing up well. Your family's not always going to get it, but there's going to be moments where they will get it. And they're going to be like, keep going, Stacey. And there's going to be other moments where they're going to be asking you a bunch of questions like, so what are you doing next? And then you're like, wait, you were just supporting me. You know what I mean? And so you have to literally hold to your anchor. Hold to God's unchanging hand. I had to forgive myself for not receiving the grace that is always given, that's freely given. I wasn't receiving grace. I had to forgive myself for not receiving grace. I sing about it being amazing. Grace is not just, okay, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to sit you still. Grace can take you on adventure. Grace can blow, blow your mind. Let it. Your certainty is that the grace has never cheated you. <laughs> Nor has favor. Ooh. That's good. Grace is going to blow your mind. Let it. That I will be sitting with. I will be sitting with that. Ever cheated you. It's going to blow your mind. Let it. And, and, and you have to remind yourself, all right, Grace, where are we going today? Make Grace your invisible friend. Grace, what are we doing today? All right, morning. Are we hooking up with favor today? And literally have those moments like it's okay. Because when it starts showing up in your life, people are going to want to take after those, <laughs> that, that way of doing things as well. They're going to be like, let me, let me try some of that. Let me talk to Grace today because I want what she's got. Love that. I love that. Be not weary in your well-doing. For in due season, you will reap your harvest a blessing if you faint not. Be not weary in your well-doing, for in due season you will reap your harvest if you faint not. How you, can, all you can use it. Deep <laughs> breath of that. Yeah. Sorry, continue. You were going to say something. No, but I was going to say, you, mm. can, you can dip into almost every single religious practice and they will say the same thing. This philosophy is very real. I think there was a statement Rumi said, 
that which you seek is seeking you. It will be found and it'll be good. I always thought that was such a beautifully easy but complex phrase. I would be like, so you're looking for me, but I'm looking for you, what's going on? It would be so like, I would sit with that, like what a beautiful complex thing to say. And, and so easily, but, but su such a practice at the same time. I love that. Uh, that was such a uh, perfect quote to bring up because I really was like, I've, I've, I've screenshotted it several times. <laughs> you know, it's been on the, it's been one of those things, but um, yeah. yeah, thank you so much. Wow. Yeah, wow. human to human, heart I to heart. Thank no, I'm you. sorry, go ahead. No, human to human, heart to heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys, for being on this episode and for going on this journey with us. And truly, uh, what I believe is healing and incredibly powerful to exchange stories and to exchange heart and to exchange the momentum of where we are. And I'm sending you so much love, Major, and letting you and reminding you know, you are the playlist. Bro, you're the you're the playlist. I have several videos dancing to songs <laughs> of my friend Major. I have several. Like you are, you know, your voice alone, not just your singing voice, but your voice mm. is so needed. And so I'm so grateful that you were able to give us, you know, some time and just me. I'm excited for all of the people on here that are going to be healed and freed and set into their great destiny. I'm excited about that. I'm looking forward to hearing from them. Salute to you for creating a forum uh, that allows this conversation to go forth, but to be vulnerable. That's where the superpowers are birthed from vulnerability. And so, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much, um, you know, uh, I'm glad that the songs that uh, I've created and sung are able to inspire and soundtrack your winning and your getting, you know? And so, um, yeah, a song that I would um, dedicate to you, there's two actually, there's New Day and there's Shine Bright. I got a dedication. To yeah, yeah. New day and shine bright. Listen to those. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm we're I'm doing that, but all y'all need to do that too because that is like yeah. that's so special, major. Thanks for listening to the Human to Human podcast and this episode featuring a conversation with Major. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, leave a review, and while you're at it. I mean, definitely, you got to share this episode with someone you love, right? We talked about love. <laughs> anyway, your feedback is so appreciated and your thoughts are valued. Stay connected between episodes at stacyack.com slash human human, where I'll be answering this episode's reflection question. And you can also connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at One Take Stace. I'm your host, Stacey Ike. And remember, we are not what we do. We are who we choose to be. So let's be curious. Let's be community. Let's be love. Be support and be real together.
What's going on, everybody? This is Dr. Shonda, and I am here from the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast. If you're a fan of psychology and mental health, be sure to check out and subscribe to the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, a show that covers and talks about buzzing topics in pop culture, mental health in the black community, and faith-based topics. And it's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators.